Hello, my name is Jonathan Steele, coming to you with my show, Could You Be More Specific, through the Stay Well podcast. On uh, today's episode, what I want to address is the recent the recent news with Bill Cosby and uh, his conviction. And uh, what does that mean overall for not just his overall legacy, but just in the news throughout this week when we start talking about how we view people who we held in high regard. And uh, one of the things I kind of want to touch on with, with Bill Cosby is I think it's important to keep in mind that you can always respect someone and admire them and be inspired by them. But the most dangerous thing you can do is idolize and immortalize human beings this way. And what I mean by that is is you're just you're setting yourself up for one an unrealistic expectation of how you view and hold someone up. I know we've we've always tried to do this throughout our history of building up artists or religions or uh, music or just anything in particular that we've always tried to latch on to that we've always felt really good about. And so in regards to Bill Cosby, I, I think it's important on today with the the light of the recent news is that the whole totality of his life needs to still be explained and you can't pick and choose which facts you want to address and which facts you don't. I think uh, you're, you're, you're on a, a dangerous ground when you pick and choose certain parts of people's lives that it is worth telling. And I know people want to hear that. It's like, well, you, you just can't explain all the good things that Bill Cosby did, whether it involved the money that he gave the HBCUs and what he did for charities. That's a part of his story. His television show is a part of his story. What's going on recently with him in the news is still a part of his story. All those things need to be added to the overall conversation when you discuss him. And I think oftentimes we, we tend to do that a lot. We'll pick and choose uh, what aspects of someone we want to cover and what we don't. But in regards to Bill Cosby, I think one of the the things that was disappointing about him, especially in recent memory, and, and this was even at the height of his fame, is that the perception of, of appearing to be decent and appearing to be a good guy actually outweighed and was more of an importance to him than actually practicing those habits. Just thinking about on when you look at even at the, around the time his show was out on how critical he was of Eddie Murphy and how critical he was of Richard Pryor at the time with the fact of language and how they decided to discuss certain viewpoints and topics. And again, maybe it's based off the error because Bill Cosby is 80 years old and he was born in the era where maybe just the idea of seeing a black man speak in that type of way was something that you weren't used to seeing. And then, you know, obviously when Red Fox came around and Richard Pryor, you know, who's probably the greatest stand-up comedian of all time, came out. And then Eddie Murphy exploded and became a rock star comedian. That definitely changed all those narratives. And then it kind of put, you know, a position where, okay, you have clean comedy versus someone that's a little bit more on the edge of your side. But it would have been nicer if Bill Cosby at that moment could have been like, hey, this is just their viewpoints based off how they grew up and where they came from. But his viewpoint was just, I don't believe you should speak that way. And again, you can agree to disagree with that that notion, too. But I think it would have been really important from him, especially like the, the position he was at, is that, uh, you know, you should feel comfortable enough that, hey, I, I am who I am. This is where I stand. This is my viewpoints on topics. If someone differs from that, that's fine. I want them to walk in their own truth. And then if he said that, then I think someone like Pryor and, and Eddie Murphy at those times 
could have handled it much better. But I think what was even more disturbing, I guess, by Bill, when you look at the latter years, is that, you know, this isn't unheard of that he's been exhibiting this kind of behavior. You know, it's not it's it's you know, it's it's a false narrative if you just think like, oh, well, this just was something that was made up about him. I mean, you know, he was known to have a, a certain behavior uh, pattern throughout his shows and throughout even uh, on other shows and productions that he was a part of. So it's not something that was just pulled necessarily out of the woodwork. I think with, with him, it's, it's, it's very interesting to see all this news happening with him at the same time, as well as what's happening with all the things going on with Kanye West and, and some of the things that in terms of how it represents black people in general. And, and to me, that's why I feel like it's important to explain their whole story because it's not going to always be all good and it's not always going to be all bad, but I think it's a case study to, um, to look at and you can pick apart and you can analyze and then you can see what relative terms of it that you could see yourself relating to in terms of the work that they did professionally. But then if you look at what they did personally, there's definitely aspects that you don't agree with. There's, you know, people now, even though with this, this in light of this sentence where kids that got scholarships whose lives are, have, were better improved, you know, are going to feel somewhat conflicted about it. I'm pretty sure that they do feel you know, very you know, sad and upset that, you know, that he, he's he been uh, linked to these particular crimes and he's uh, potentially assaulted these women, especially with the convention, uh, based off what the jury has stated. And I'm pretty sure that they, they feel for those people. But a lot of these people that went to those schools that, you know, benefited off of that, whose lives are in a better place, I'm pretty sure feel like, you know, I'm still grateful that I came across him because he was someone that served as a purpose to making a part of my life get better. And that's okay too. I don't think that you can just dismiss that. And I know a lot of people do that because they feel like, oh, well, then you're you're not with the victims. It's like, no, uh, you know, I can acknowledge. I can do two things at one time. I can acknowledge someone's atrocities and someone's mistakes and someone's crimes. But if it's another part of their story where it's actually highlights something that they did was good, you have to mention that too. Otherwise, if you don't want to do that, then that's just being really you you're, you're doing selective. You're going to decide to do a selective way of thinking of, oh, well, no, I'll acknowledge this part about this person and now I'll disregard this. And, and it's fine. It's not real. And life doesn't work like that. If you notice, this is what life presents to us. It's up to us. We, we've decided as a society that we're going to pick and choose what we want to accept and what we don't want to accept. In regards to, say, uh, someone like Kanye in the recent news that he's in today as what he's been in through all this week. I mean, that's been pretty much the thing with with him throughout this week. It's still he still comes across as a person that is still searching to be validated in some way from a musical standpoint and from what he means to pop culture. And I know Charlamagne, the guy I mentioned that he thinks he's one of the top three most influential person, people in hip hop. And you can make an argument. He's definitely one of the most influential artists in, in history. Um, I would say though, that relevancy is also based off of like the contributions you've given. Obviously there's been artists, you know, that have came underneath him that shape how they probably feel about him today. I know chance the rappers getting really, um, Really, kind of not drag, but he's definitely being held to a high standard of being of criticism because of uh, what he tweeted out in, in response to him. And, and obviously, there's a personal um, 
there's a personal situation there, but you got to be able to separate that. You know, for John Legend, for Common, for Kid Cudi, for Big Sean, it's a lot of guys' careers right now that are in better positions because they came across Kanye West. And that needs to be mentioned. Um, does it disregard what he's doing now? Absolutely not. I would never subscribe to, to that way of thinking. But I do think it's also worth mentioning that you got to also bring up those aspects about him, too. But you can see this coming. Obama pretty much kind of called that out in 09 around the time when the, the VMA incident happened. And I know a lot of people in our community was really upset when he said that, calling him a jackass and the way it looked publicly. And Obama probably saw something then that he probably feels now, he probably never say publicly about him, that he had narcissism, egomaniac tendencies then. And, you know, that wasn't to defend Beyonce. That was just, you know, him having a tirade. And um, and it just shows, you know, a certain level of maturity with him as an individual. In comparison to that, someone like Jay-Z, who's, you know, served as a mentor to him, you know, uh, in terms of champagne problems, an off night for Jay-Z was being at the Grammys and not winning an award. But he still sat up front row, married to Beyonce. He's still one of the greatest artists of, of his generation, especially musically. And he's still one of the most influential people that are on the planet. That's considered an off night for Jay-Z. But again, he sat there like a professional and he handled himself accordingly. If you don't, if, you, if it doesn't mean anything to you, then don't go to these awards. Kanye is still the same person that complained about not winning a certain amount of Grammys. And again, it's a, it's a validation argument because Dr. Dre and I know, uh, and, and oddly enough, I know um, Charlemagne kind of made this assessment on straight out of Compton at the time that Dre was a superhero. He was portrayed as that. If you look at his life and his accomplishments he's had, you could say he's had more life changing circumstances of achievement in one lifetime than most people ever have in their lifetimes at all. Some people be like if they have one crowning achievement. Dre's had what, four, five? You know, not just in W.A., but then when he went to Death Row, then when he went to Aftermath, then when he got Eminem, then with Dre Beats. And again, he's still the same. Dre, you don't hear Dre pounding the pavement that, hey, I need the world to know how great I am. He just doesn't do that personally. Musically, hey, everyone, you know, mentions, you know, hypes themselves up because that's just the nature of of hip hop and how competitive it is. But Dre's personalities always came across as I do my work and that's how I, and that's how I move. Um, Pharrell is very similar to that as well. Kanye's always looked for validation. He's always been that way. And when he said what he said on the Sway in the morning interview, when he, when he flipped out on him, that's a true thing. When he said what he said about Tupac being the greatest influence of rap, you'll never eclipse him. And Michael Jackson, you're never going to eclipse them. And Michael Jordan, you're never going to eclipse them. But all three of those individuals were loyal to who they were personally. And they weren't seeking for you to validate what they did because it spoke for itself. In regards to, say, Tupac from a musical standpoint, his his anger and a lot of his, his rage came from the treatment of our people as a whole, as black people. And that's why Kid Cudi has struggled. And I sympathize with, say, someone like Kid Cudi who happens to be linked to Kanye West is because him coming from Ohio, that's something that's always been a part of our history as a people. It's like, why am I succeeding and the majority of my people aren't? That's a real issue. 
you know, and to hear that, you know, Kid Cudi has struggled with it and has worked to kind of improve from that because he's had some issues with that, that's a good thing. I don't think that's something that he should be disappointed with or or, or, or critiqued in that way in terms of his own personal struggles with it. It's, it's a legitimate thing. But I do think, you know, some of the things that, you know, Kanye has done this week in, uh, in terms of the interviews, and I know when he called in the High 97, and I know that was kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing, but you know, some people say it's trolling. I think it's kind of dismissive and naive to just say it's trolling because he's not really invested in these issues to just reduce it to trolling. That doesn't make any sense. And not every celebrity or person who has some sort of a following are on the same page when it comes to when they make a critique or assessment about what's going on in our community. Talib Kweli, if he were to say something in regards to our community, holds more weight because his background and based off his track record says he's put more work and effort into making that assessment. Same thing for Common, same thing for Chance, same thing for Jesse Williams, same thing for Jeffrey Wright. It's certain people that if they were to say something, it would make me think. Like, I think Killer Mike is someone that if he makes a critique on a particular issue in the black community, it's valid. You don't have to agree with him 100 percent, but it's valid where he's coming from because he's actually been putting in the work in the track record based off the people that he's been associated to. And the issues that he's been attached to says that he's actually put in a lot of effort and time to make that assessment. So um, that's just some of the things I know, you know, this is all happening in real time. And, you know, just to touch back on what Bill Cosby, I hope that they still show a show. I don't think I don't know where it's airing or the particular channels that it's available to be seen. I still think it was a pivotal show. I still think it. It explained and showcased so many black people in our families for different personal types very well. And I still think that should be seen. I don't think that's something that should be erased and in, 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 in viewed as something that it never happened. What happened today with Bill Cosby being con- convicted happened is true and it's a part of the story. His television show happened and it should be a part of the story. And we got to get to to the point where we can start talking about people's uh, overall life in its true totality accurately instead of picking and choosing what parts we want to acknowledge. Um, obviously today, um, for a lot of the women that are experiencing this and have uh, been victim of this, this is not an easy day. It's, most women don't even want to comment or be a part of this. And that's another improvement that as guys, we got to get better at. A lot of times there isn't an upside to most women coming out and stating their feelings on uh, sexual assault or being raped. It's just it's not something that most women want to talk about. But most women do experience either being sexually assaulted or being made feel very sexually uncomfortable at their workplace. But I think what the equalizer is that is that whenever these issues break out in the news media, we take a deep breath, we look at the facts and details, and we make an assessment on it. I think that's very important. Ironically, I think another news item of today was the San Francisco 49er player, Ruben Foster, that the domestic charges on him were going to get dropped because his girlfriend at the time apparently stated that he had hurt her. So she's recanting her story. How true that is and whether or not did it actually happen, who knows? But that's something that we also got to be able to listen to that, to the story of that 
get the facts and details and then make our assessment off of that. That does not mean that the next woman that then makes uh, a claim that she's been physically assaulted by her boyfriend should be dismissed. That does not make any sense whatsoever. Once something happens, the first thing when the police get brought in is that they're going to say start from the beginning and what happened. And then as time goes on, they're going to work through those facts and details. Again, one of the things I want us to kind of just keep in mind, just moving forward, is just when we hear issues, let's just take a deep breath, listen to them, and then we'll go through the process of weighing out the facts and details of it, and then we'll make an assessment. But um, those are just some of my thoughts for today. Um, I'm looking forward to talking more about these issues. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to have more information coming in the uh, latter days, uh, whether it's Kanye or Bill Cosby, or just stuff in the news in general that's uh, – uh, in regards to um, to news in general, we'll definitely be touching on that real soon. I want to thank everyone that's been listening to this podcast. I thank Dee for uh, allowing me to be on this uh, platform and be able to get a chance to speak with you guys. I'm looking forward to talking with you real soon and be blessed.